Hello, race fans. Welcome to another episode of Short Track Guys Podcast, brought to you by ShortTrackExclusives.com. I'm your host, Thomas Battis, alongside two other Short Track Guys in the studio with us. Jim Pokran, driver of the 07 CanQuitFishing.com, sportsman here Five Flag Speedway in Pensacola, Florida. And Ted Baber, Ted Baber Video Productions, also here in Pensacola, Florida. And Ted, is so glad to have you back in the studio. And uh, what's up, guys? <laughs> not a whole even, not, not a whole lot. Getting ready to do some short track talking. I'm just glad not to have bronchitis and at least one functional eyeball. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is this is going to be a very special show. We have a special guest that we're going to bring on here in just a little bit. Um, we've got a, a big announcement um, and some results that have happened here in the last week or so. Uh, we can start with Jim's sportsman progress, getting ready for opening it right around the corner. Yeah, March 18th will be our first race. We got the chassis off the jig and sitting on jack stands now, so that's a plus. Uh, this weekend I'll be bolting chassis parts after I go to the Five Flag Swap Meet. Hopefully find some stuff I need, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. And uh, we're going to go from there, so... Uh, we'll be ready to rock. I'm not worried about it. Um, my motor should be back from the machine shop first of next week, and then we can start putting that in, and uh, we'll have her ready. I'm I'm excited. I'm, I'm let's get it on. I'm ready to go racing. Yeah. <laughs> what does this swap mean? What is that all about? People bring stuff, parts, uh, race cars, things like that. I got a friend that's bringing a, an old late model he wants to sell. And it's just an opportunity for people to sell parts and people to buy stuff. That's basically what it is. Pretty neat deal. They have it every year. So, you know, hopefully we'll maybe find some parts we need at a discount price. You never know what's available. Yeah. That's true. (laughs) Well, I I think I understand you might need some parts. I need a few. (laughs) Radiator, and I'm I'm looking for a nine-inch rear end for that car and a couple of the little odds and ends. You know, stuff's expensive, and... You got to get it as cheap as you can get it because budget racers don't have a whole lot of money. <laughs> if you can get an experience that's, you know, that's experience, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, you got to get them in a hurry because, uh, you know, the, the 18th of March is, uh, it, it might seem like it's a little bit away, but it's right around the corner. Mm-hmm. It you, is. It's going to hit is. you uh, oh, yeah. like quickly. So, well, I mean, using the cage of the old car and the most of the body parts, right. you know, and stuff like that saves us time and money. And I've got everything to bolt underneath there. I just need a radiator and a few other little odds and ends to put it together. And it was, thank God for my crew chief, Martin. He's helping me out with that. And then two sponsors. And I picked up a new sponsor I want to announce tonight. Premier Window Tinting. Uh, Victor Herm, um, an old high school buddy of mine. He sponsors the Double Zero of Brandon Fowler. He's offered to come on board and help us out this year. So that's that's a cool announcement I can make. That'll help. It does. It costs money. How fast can you afford to go? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, they didn't believe me when I had a seven-year-old motor till they made me tear it down. That was <laughs> that was always fun. Well, it's going to hit you in a blink of an eye, and yeah. you, I know I'm sure you're going to get ready to go ahead and defend that championship. You know, with maybe this last year, and then maybe part time after that, and then mentor some uh, younger. Useful uh, kids to get in, and uh, you know who knows what uh, what happens after that. But man, I, I, we've got some like some exciting news. This happened uh, at Cordell, uh, oh, yeah. Georgia, mm-hmm. uh, at Chris Motorsports Park at Watermelon Capital Speedway, and our one of our favorites, if not the favorite, and the only Bubba that we know in racing, absolutely right. comes away two for two with the red eye. 50 at uh, New Smyrna and then goes up there at 150 laps Spank. and um, <laughs> took on Chandler Smith and Carson Hosevar for one, two, three. And uh, Bubba yeah. just took, took the trophy home. 
Yeah, he did. That was that was an exciting finish. I'm telling you, man, he, to beat that Wilson Motorsports stuff is the best. And right now in Super Late Model, they've got the best of the best. And uh, he's going to run another race in South Florida. And this well, this weekend at his racetrack that his family owns, they got a big dirt late model race. I think the next weekend he's going to South Florida to run a race. Mm-hmm. So. You know, good luck to him there. Maybe get three for three. And he said he's going for the Southern Super Series Championship, which would be exciting to watch. That's right. And momentum does not hurt, and he's got it in spades right now. Yeah, yeah. he does. And I, I'm glad to see it. He, he's been kind of out of the limelight for a little while. They, they keep saying he had He's only I mean, six months in between wins. It's not a lot. You no. know, but for somebody like him, though, that's 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 a huge deficit i guess you could say yeah we're used to we're used to hearing him win every just just about every week yeah, yeah he ran the, he ran at the derby said he, he didn't he didn't get the finish to the credit that they ran because they ran in the top three for a while so yeah. right that was pretty good we're glad to see it congratulations to him and uh uh daniel hind is it daniel hind Corey hind no, 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 no. He's a he's a number sixty nine. Yeah, he won the pro late model. Yeah, he won right. the pro late model at the yeah. at Cordial. Yeah, uh, Michael Hine. Michael Hine. Michael Hine. Yeah, and that and that flamed up number sixty nine. That's <laughs> a, just a cool paint job. Yeah, you know, it is. Or wrap because we don't paint them anymore. But yeah. you know, not like back in the day when Done by Don came over and lettered your race car with hand by hand. You know, yeah, that was that hand. was neat to watch. Uh, Ted Ted's got a little bit longer list of uh, no. some uh, top fives and some notables on that uh, that list that that was yeah. this weekend. We uh, I already already announced Bubba, the only the one and only, and then Chandler Smith was second, and uh, Carson Josefar third, Jake Garcia finished fourth, Corey Heim fifth, and then after that, uh, well, there's just a bunch of people that we have we're really familiar with. Like Michael Howell, seventh, Stephen Nassi, eighth, William Sawalowicz came in ninth, and Michael Atwell in the top ten. And then Michael Hind just happened to finish twelfth in the Supers as well. And it, the, the list goes on. Kyle McCallum, Daniel Dye, Joe, uh, John Kaufman, Josh Berry, and Kyle Plott all in the top 20. And then, as we mentioned, Michael Hind won the race. And Cole Williams and Dylan Fecho and Cody Hall and... Uh, Giovanni Ruggiero. I really hope I got that one right. That, that rounded up your top five. Yeah. And we had we have at least William Swalowich is also eleventh uh, in that race as well. Got to get two at least semi local names in here as well. Finishing twelfth with Spencer Bragg and fourteenth with Madison Bragg. We are very familiar with both those names. Yeah, Madison Bragg. Yeah. Where did I hear that from? Maybe a, a snowball derby uh, queen this year yeah. in twenty twenty two. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> exactly. And at uh, Christopher Tullis in the 18th, Derek Griffith, this is a little uncharacteristic for him, uh, came in the 19th. And, well, Stephen Nassie's 23rd. And Jordan McCallum finished 25th. Cody Coughlin, 27th. And Kyle McCallum was 29th. Well, wow. Cody Coughlin didn't run the super race because he got into it with somebody and he spun him out, I think, under caution or retaliated. Right. And they parked him. So he put his super back in the trailer and left. He took his ball so and went home. He took his ball and went home. He didn't want to play anymore. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, somebody had to hand him a crying towel. I mean, he, he really has no room to talk. He's kind of rough. I mean, yeah. he, to win, when he won that championship last year in the, in the late models for CRA, when he, he dumped somebody to win that championship, which, I mean, you know, hey, it's part of it, I guess. Yeah, but right. don't cry about getting dumped if you're going to dump people. Yeah. You know, if yeah. it's going to happen, it's going to happen. And if you do it, you know, I mean, I've done it, and I've gotten it back, and I've given it back, and I've taken it. So, 
Karma's a, yeah. Yeah, it happens to you. I mean, if you did it intentionally, it's one thing. Just for hard racing is another. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so, there is a difference. There is a difference. Big time. Yep. Well, they also had a north-south modified shootout. Uh, uh, Timmy Moore took that race. Uh, Buddy Gray second. Uh, Sam Begum third. Cody Stickler, we've heard this name before, fourth. And Thomas Mays rounded out the top five in that event. Well, cool. Yeah, not quite the ground pounders that we've uh, mentioned before, but uh, they're still they're still modifieds, and they're, they're still fast. one of my favorite classes. Yeah. yeah, I like modifieds. I do too. I might get to drive one that, that buddy of mine's got that one car, and he's he doesn't want to drive it. He asked me if we rent the track for practice. When I get my new car done, he said he'd bring it out and let me drive it. So who knows? Got to mention Kevin Peel. It's also a name we've heard here locally. Finished. Uh, He's from Fort Walton Beach. Yeah. yeah, he races op mainly. He ran the Derby too. So, well, big shout out to Bubba Pollard uh, and and his win. And I I I think there's some good things in 2022 coming from Bubba Pollard and that stable uh, with Port City Race Cars. Uh, you know, we just um, I'm excited. I can't I can't believe he's already won two this year. Had <laughs> yeah. a chance had a chance to really good top five, maybe a top three at the Derby, but uh, ended up 13th. But uh, I think he's taken a, a little uh, break to kind of assess uh, and make everything in a line. And well, uh, he's got yeah. back in it, and, and it's starting to show, and it's really early this year. Well, that and, you know, they got they bought his family bought that racetrack back, which they built the original Sonoya Raceway. His granddaddy owned it. They bought it back, and they've been working on that, so he's been really busy. What's cool is they've got a two-seater dirt late model up there. I would love to climb that thing and let him run me around that place. That would be that would be a blast, wouldn't it? <laughs> Absolutely. I, I've always wanted to – there's a dude in Southern that has a two-seated pure stock, but he parked it, and I'm like, dude, <laughs> just, just one more race and let me ride with you. <laughs> right, right. Well, congratulations, Bubba, and, um, you know, the whole team. Uh, a lot of hard work pays off, and and you know there's going to be some good things coming from that in uh, 2022. And it's speaking be a of that, season. locally here at Five Flag Speedway, the big announcement yesterday was the SRX series, which is a superstar uh, racing experience that's coming to Five Flag Speedway on June 18th, which I think is uh, probably outside of maybe the Derby is economically is probably one of the biggest things that's ever happened to this racetrack. Yeah, yeah I think so too. It's, it's through an inaugural race too, so that's the first. Season, well, they're right? the first or season, yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, it's it's going to be interesting because there's their big horsepower, little tires, and there's a <laughs> lot of good drivers. So it's oh, yeah. it's always a fun race to watch. And the outlaw stocks will be running with them. Mm. So that's that was was announced that they're going to be the support class. <laughs> well, okay. that's uh, and and we have some of those names that come along with that SRX series that uh, you know was on CBS. It's going to be on CBS this time too. So. Sure. Sure. That's going I mean, to be pretty cool to see. Tony Stewart, uh, Marco Andretti, Paul Tracy, Michael Walter, Bill Elliott. Uh, Tony, you Bo- know, Terry Labonte, uh, Bobby Labonte. Bobby Labonte, yeah. I mean, it's just, it, it's going to be big and it's huge and it's such a great announcement. And, um, you know, I, you know, I don't even know really the details about tickets and if you can get in the pits or whatever. I don't know what's you, going you to go can, on. I'm pretty sure you can go in the pits if you want to. They they have a reserve ticket thing where you go on the Five Flags website and you send a text message to a certain number. I don't know what it is, and the money, the motor, they'll they'll give you a number that'll reserve you a ticket. But I'm not, I'm going to be in the pits. I want to see the cars up close. Uh, there's a couple of those drivers I do not have autographs in my autograph book that I've had since I was nine years old. 
like Bobby Labonte and a couple of them other guys. I would love to get them to autograph it. So I'm going to be in the pits. Well, we can't wait to see that and, and hear about it and uh, maybe even be there. And uh, oh, I'm, we'll, be there. I'm sure one of our episodes is going to be all over it. So uh, oh, <laughs> definitely. Yeah. Be Outside the S, uh, SRX, um, we got to kind of lay down uh, an, an upcoming event this weekend uh, with the Southwest uh, the SRL tour out there, the Spears tour with uh, Derek Thorne, Jesse Love, uh, Jeremy Doss out there in the winter showdown right. at Irwindale. Uh, we don't have too many specifics about that, but we will get to it uh, next Wednesday right. uh, with the next episode 38. And we'll go over all of that. And um, so just stay tuned. Uh, all our listeners, um, you know, we, uh, we appreciate your support, and uh, we've got more of that coming a little bit later. But uh, and now I'd uh, like to bring aboard uh, our our special guest, uh, Cody Brusso. She's a, a local outlaw and truck uh, experienced racer here uh, locally at Five Flag Speedway. Uh, has a long lineage of uh, uh, racers in her family, and um, she's been on the phone with us. Uh, I know Cody, you've been listening to what we've been going over, and uh, we appreciate you taking the time out to be with us and. Uh, Tell us a little bit about uh, where you come from with the racing and uh, how you how you got it started. Yeah, hey, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Um, about me, <laughs> I started in go-karts. Um, like you said, I mean, Dad raced around the South forever. He ran small pro stuff. Um, so it's definitely in my blood. Um, we started go-karts when I was like three or four years old. Uh, took some time off and then... When I got back from college, we went late model racing um, in Monroe, Louisiana at Revolution Park. And my second year in a pro car, um, we won the state championship, the NASCAR state championship. Um, he kicked the outlaw class off around here. He got the rules up and going for that. Timmy took the bait. Um, we started the outlaw deal and we won a championship the first year in that. And I've raced some trucks for Kurt Britt Motorsports. And we got an opportunity to race um, last, no, the year before last in Op, Alabama. Um, we won a championship there in that. And now we got a wheelman card, a little change of scenery, get to go down south and play some. So we're pretty excited. Are you at, uh, down at 417? Is that where you're headed? Um, we for the 417 race got um uh, canceled the frostbite got pushed back uh they said it was too cold <laughs> so, oh, wow. in, in yeah, they, they, it got like 30 degrees there and they uh <laughs> they chickened out which is totally okay with me um we we ran a wheelman race um with ricky brooks he took over the wheelman series this year so we ran at auburndale and we took the car down um, the 417 a few weeks ago, <laughs> that was my first time in that car. First time at a smaller track, you know, up here we have half miles and three eighths. So that was the smallest track I've ever been on. Um, they've got little smaller motors in them. It's all stock front end stuff. So it was pretty cool, you know, to have the opportunity to race with a different group of guys and, um, and gals. So, uh, that was pretty cool. Um, we have Mike Garvey helping us with that wheeling car and he's doing a great job. He's a Great guy to work with. Um, I'm really fortunate to have him on my side. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's cool. Mike Mike Garvey's a smart dude. I, I I love that. That's cool. And and the wheelman cars, like I said, are different from the late models. They, they, if I'm correct, they're running like a stock steering box, stock drag link, idler arm. 
you know, just basically a, like a Camaro front clip. Yeah, so the car that I have is a Camaro front clip. You can run a two-by-four clip. Of course, they're all big spring stuff. Um, they're allowing racks now, so it's not all just steering box stuff. But uh, they have a cap, like a price cap on everything. So the rules, all the cars are so close because you can't get outpriced on, um, you know, a $40,000 motor. It's a stock 602 with GM seals on it. Um, they have a cap on the stock, on the shocks that you get to run you have to run a wheelman shock so everybody's on the same shock um stuff like that so it it works out really cool they have a great car count and a great group of people down there running that series so we're really excited about that yeah i've been saying that for years if you're going to have a series like that why not make it spec shocks and where you can't get out dollared because that you know as well as i do that short track racing has got to the point where you know, if you don't have a, bu- a stack of money, it's it's hard to win, and it really yes. is. Yes, and that's, you know, my dad started that outlaw class, and it was for the older late models mm-hmm. and all. And I've said it a million times, it doesn't matter, we're still going to show up to race. Um, so I guess, I, you know, it's like beating a dead horse pretty much, but it, it has outpriced itself. Um, shocks, motors, all that. So now you're running, they're full-blown late models now with uh, without bumps and um, with the outlaw body on them with eight inch tire. Yeah, I, I didn't like. I liked the idea originally of that class. I thought it was a great deal with the big springs and the, everything. And then, you know, money always ruins everything. You know that they come in and you know somebody's going to put a brand new chassis up against an old chassis, and it's hard to beat it. I mean, you can drive, and it's just like my old junk I've got. You know, it just you wheel it hard enough, you you get lucky and beat them. Yeah, um, it is kind of funny because, you know, even though they some of these people that, that do race up here in these classes, um, you'll see them have all the money in the world and can't put down a lap. So then I'll jump in my 2001 Hanky and sit on the pole. So, you know, at the end of the day, does it matter? Yes, because, you know, if you have a long run or if they want to get a little sporty or if they feel a little uh, froggy, they'll wreck your stuff and they can go get another one where I have to wait six weeks with a few paychecks to get mine fixed yeah exactly that's a lot of these young kids are like that grandma and grandpa write that check and they just go like you said go get in the truck and go home and don't have to fix it that's one of the reasons i had i had a lot of respect for chase elliott and and people like you because you work on your own stuff and you know what it takes to fix it if you tear it up your dad says get in the garage and fix it you know yeah it's hour for hour around our house um you know i've been fortunate enough to be able to drive his cars as well um i've been able to drive for other people um so it i've learned a lot and even though driving for other people i still had to be involved i know what it costs if i tear it up Mm -hmm. um i know (laughs) that i had to be at the shop to help um and i knew that i had to order parts to get it fixed i didn't You know, I've never once just kind of, I wish it was that way, but I've never really ever got the opportunity to just arrive and drive and then go home. Um, But we've been fortunate, you know, we've never really had, we've been really successful. We've had just family backing. It's never been big sponsors or daddy's money. Um, My dad goes to work, you know, he pays for all his own stuff. My money's tied up into his race cars. His money's tied up into my race cars. Um it's we've been really fortunate to be as successful as we are with the little that we have yeah that's cool your your dad's one heck of a cabinet builder i've heard lots of stories about his uh cabinet building uh prowess but oh um, yeah 
but you you guys race on a budget, and that's awesome. Tell me about that NASCAR championship you won. That's that's got to be pretty neat. That's a pretty big feather in your cap. Yeah, it is. Um, so uh, Revolution Park is in Louisiana. It's a dirt track now. They actually put dirt on it. It was a really cool oh. little place. It was concrete, so it was like a baby Bristol. Mm-hmm. Um, it was super high banked, really nice facility, really nice people that owned it. Um, it was NASCAR sanctioned, so we were D1 um, in the pro car. And that was in 2014 is when I won that. And we got to go to North Carolina to the banquet and see all the things and stuff up there. So, I mean, it was, it was pretty cool, especially just starting out, um, a couple times. Actually, it's funny now because Mike helps me, but, uh, Mike Garvey and Chris Davidson came over and they said that it was the hardest that they had raced on a track that size. Uh, so I got to get up there and race with them, you know, right out of the gate, which was, which was really, really cool. Um, we, they ran, um, twin 25s is what they did. So that was when I was first cutting teeth, you know, and Mm -hmm. then they were still doing the hundred lap stuff here. So when we got done in 2014 and we came here, I was actually working out of town, um, in Iowa at the time. And we raced one time here, um, and did pretty well. And then they kind of went full time into the hundred lap stuff, but I still couldn't, I was working for one. So I didn't have time to test during the week. I was 1800 miles away. And then you don't really learn anything when you're starting out at a hundred laps. So dad kind of pushed for the outlaw stuff and it worked out and we jumped into it and we've been going ever since. Cool. Cool. Very well. Yeah. What is your, uh, what is your 2022 schedule look like? So, um, we had a little curveball. Um, I don't, you might know last year I didn't really get to race a lot. Um, now in racing, if you're not driving your own equipment, um, it seems to be the issue. If you don't have a lot of money or a really bad sob story, you're not really going anywhere. Um, like I said, I, I do have family backing and, uh, our plan changed but we do have the wheelman car so we're going to run a little bit of that and i actually got a phone call um a couple weeks ago that i'm really excited about i didn't think i was going to get to race here at all this year and um i got the phone call it's a really really nice car uh we're not ready to release that yet but i'm super excited this car is fast it's won some races and i'm really excited to be working with this group of guys cool deal yeah. well maybe you can uh call us back one night when you get ready to announce it and you can and uh we'd love to hear it yeah oh yeah yeah a sure. little bit of I a mean, follow-up yeah yeah no we definitely need to do a follow-up um you know it was, it's unfortunate but uh loyalty unfortunately has an expiration date and just something you got to deal with and let it roll off your shoulder and move on yeah uh, that's for sure that's for sure you race and you're gonna you're going to run with a certain bunch, and then eventually it's going to change. And you just got to move on, and roll with the punches. Yep. Well, out of out of all the car, all the cars and classes that you've been involved with, um, you know, even starting early on, um, what what do you tend to lean to to maybe put a favorite on? Well, right now, I mean, I I, I enjoyed the truck thing when that was the. When I was doing that, they're fun. They're racy. The bumpers match up. You can actually get after it on that. Mm-hmm. The outlaw class is great. 
and this but i'll tell you this wheelman these wheelman cars they're so equal and you get down there and they run side by side and everybody like i said is just so equal on equipment that you can actually race now if you get back there just like if you get back here with squirrels you know you just wow. back there and Things you get ripped. Go <laughs> but when you're up front racing with these people that can actually wheel yep. um it's it's really really fun like i had a blast at 417 in that little car like right. i honestly did and even though they have those baby motors in them i mean they still you still get down like it's crazy because down there they don't shift on restarts so they start in fourth gear and they're like digging and it you take like they throw the green. It sounds like we're going 900 miles an hour, and you're like looking around. We ain't going nowhere. But I mean, it's it's super racy. I mean, we had a blast. Yeah, did you get to know uh, Brooke Store down there at 417. <laughs> Brooke Store is my fiance, so <laughs> well, yeah, I, I know her pretty good. <laughs> I would say, okie dokie. Yeah, curveball. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> Congratulations. Thank you. But yeah, we, we I I think that Wheelman series is a really really good idea, and I wish they would expand even a little bit further, but keep the rules the way they are, because that's yes. that you 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 can't continue to allow money ruining series. Because I mean, like super late models are great, but the problem is the cost of them so high. That's why the the car counts are down. Nobody can afford to have one. Back in your dad's day, he built his own cars. Because yes. I, I I will never forget that beautiful Thunderbird that he built. That car was gorgeous. I remember when it debuted, I was just a kid in the pits walking around and walked by that thing and was like in awe. Yeah. I mean, your dad's stuff was always pretty clean and nice. Yeah. But I mean, just like earlier, y'all were talking about um, like Cody Coughlin loading up and going home. That's what's wrong with super late model racing is that somebody cashed a check for him to be from wherever he's from to Cordial, Georgia. Right. Okay. South Georgia. In two different classes, probably I would say that they got they got there on Thursday. No telling how many sets of tires he went through. He got mad. He loaded his stuff up and he left. But you know what? He can do that because it didn't cost him anything. No, true. Not a dime. No. But that's throughout the field. Now, super late model racing is not like it was when Dad was doing it. All those guys worked Monday mm-hmm. through Friday. Not saying that there's some guys that aren't competitive that you know they they still work Monday through Friday and they can be competitive. On Saturday, um, Colin Allman from South Florida. That kid can wheel. It's just him and his dad. They have like a 2005 left-hander. Wow. wow. Yeah, like, that's like and they're the... competitive everywhere they go. But that's what I'm saying. So it, if you're running supers now, that's what you're doing for a living. Right. Yeah. Well, you got somebody that, that pays for everything and you get to drive. It's you know, like you said, it's not it's... like, you know, you had to build a car. That's something that Gary Ballou talked about in an interview that I heard. He said they used to pull the steel off the rack, bend everything, make their own spindles, make this, and didn't and built all that. And you had more of appreciation for your race car. You didn't go out there and run over. The, there was respect for each other. You didn't go out there and run over each other. You raced each other. Yeah. I mean, you 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 swap paint. You you swap tire marks. You did all that stuff. But you had respect for each other. And I I'm I deal with the same thing even in the sportsman class because I'm the old guy now. But there's a couple of young guys in that class that just don't care. They'll just run in their door, slam you, wreck you, and then, you know, daddy will write a check and fix the car. And you're stuck, you know, with no budget trying to get, figure out how you're going to get back out on a racetrack. 
you know? Yeah. I no mean, I, you know, I can't even say anything because, I mean, I've been called, you know, I've always said, or people have said that I was spoiled and that this, that, nah. and other, but they didn't understand that if I put a mark on my, or if I put a mark on that seven outlaw car, when I got home, even though I was 22, 23 years old, it was on like Donkey Kong, like I was in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> like, so uh, I've always, you know, tried to to shy away from that. Now I won't get run over. I'm not going to let anybody push me around. Oh, no. I'll handle my own and I'll take care of them. Um, but I know that at the end of the day, I, I race how I want to be raced, and that's a race car driver. Right the there. whole the whole mm-hmm. sport is Mutual. changing. It is so, a lot. It is, and it's sad because I, I, I grew. I, I didn't get to race till I was in my twenties on dirt, and I started on asphalt when I was like twenty four, twenty five. But you know, these young, like I said, these young kids nowadays, they just don't care. They'll run you slap over, tear your stuff. Even on dirt, they just door slam people and tear people's stuff up. And then you know, their parents won't let them get a butt chewing from the driver's side. I'm a firm believer the drivers need to talk, not the pit crews. Not the moms and dads, but the two drivers should stand there and talk to one another. And if you got a dog cuss each other, get over it. You know, ain't got to throw punches at one another, but you can yeah. you can discuss the situation and you know yeah, let each other know. Hey, next time you do this, this is what's going to happen to you. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean that's the best way I can do it. I and I believe stay in your pit area. If they come down there and want to talk, then we'll talk. Yeah. Well, yeah. talking talking is is all it is. I mean, you don't go down there and 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 just start. You know throwing punches and everything no. that just uh it kind of puts a tarnish on it but i mean there are some fans that that like seeing that but um yeah. you know it's just a catch-22 situation but um go to a race and a hockey game breaks out yeah. Yeah. Well, well back in the day though the two guys got in a fight the next week they were drinking a beer and shaking hands yeah you know it was over with okay we you, kids aren't legal to drink beer yeah <laughs> that's true <laughs> like, yeah. i mean they might be doing it when their parents are asleep or whatever but i mean if you're 14 they yeah. can't go have a beer you know but they, I mean? they you should be able go, to you can't go knock a 14 year old out no no you can't that's for sure <laughs> they don't know how to talk and a lot of this is they sit in front of those computers you know those computer screens and i racing has a reset button so yeah um exactly. that's yeah. also a problem yeah you're absolutely correct about it, that it's like yeah. regenerating the halo you know it, it, that just doesn't happen no <laughs> it's not that easy no 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 i mean it, and, and it's cool and, and you know it's it's i'm glad we got a hold of you and we're going to talk to you because you're a racer and i know that you you and i've had disagreements on facebook about things but you know what we're both racers and we both yeah. understand what it takes to get the job done and mm-hmm. it, and to fix the car and to do all the other stuff. And, and I respect you for that. Right. Yes. So, uh, Cody, do we, uh, we expect you, uh, this March kind of kick yep. off the season in 2022 with that outlaw of the truck or. Nope. No more trucks. Nope. Um, it'll be in a completely different outlaw. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm really excited about it. I never thought that I'd get that phone call, and I did. So I okay, pretty much thought I was going to run my Wheelman car with Mike and and then retire. But uh, right. it's looking. I'm I'm really excited. I'm well, glad to hear that. Yeah, Very we're good. we're excited for you, and uh, we can't wait. I know you've got to hold back on a little bit. At, um, you know, those announcements are kind of under the rug right now, but uh, you know what's going on, and uh, we're anxious to hear. Uh, what's happening to you uh, in the future and uh, we look forward to it and we really appreciate you uh, taking the time out to you know uh, spend some time with us uh, you know about your racing experience and we look to following up and 
Guys, any, any, very any, appreciate. Is anything anything you'd like to say to uh, people that have helped you? Give you a shout out with sponsors uh, throughout the way, not just what's coming up, but I mean everything in 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 the past. Oh yeah, Parks and Lawn Construction. Um, if it wasn't for if it wasn't for Ronnie and Scott, uh, I wouldn't be doing anything that I'm doing. My mom and dad for always having my back, no matter what. Even if I made bad decisions and bad judgment, you know what? They're still there. Um, we still have dad's car. We're working on getting it fixed as well. Um, we'll probably take it to Cordial and go wax some tail over there, hopefully. <laughs> right on. Um, you know, Mobile's kicking off. They've got a full season. Gina over there is doing great things with Mobile. Um, we're really excited to see that kick off. She's actually bringing the wheelman cars to Mobile or the, the same rules. They call them sportsmen in south or in central florida mm-hmm. um but they're i call them wheelman cars because that's you know that just is what it is but they're bringing those cars over so we'll get to run my car and brooke's car at mobile some um we're looking forward to that and just everything they have going on over there so it's going to be pretty exciting that's the question i had for you i remember in an interview one time that you said you wanted to win a uh, championship at mobile do you see that happening this year maybe it just depends you know i, I work um a lot we've got a lot going on um you know especially with south the stuff in south florida um we're gonna race as much as we can down there for the most part they have one of those races coming to op so we're focused on getting the thing ready for that i would love to win a championship at mobile i just don't know what i'm gonna get to do it in um this stuff is very expensive with everything going on in the economy and just everything that's going on you know you never know so we're gonna take it one race at a time because you never know when your next one is especially with how things are going and um We'll just do it as long as we can, and then when we can't, I'll sell it all and buy a boat. <laughs> Let's go, Brandon. Catch me at the, yeah. catch me at the floor, Bama. <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> I hear you. Yeah, well, that that sounds good, and uh, we look forward to hearing that uh, follow-up and, and seeing and, and just kind of follow your progress throughout the year and see what you got going on. And, again, we just uh, appreciate you taking the time out to, uh, you know, spend some time with us and uh, – you know, we'll we'll follow up with you and the guys in the studio. It's always a pleasure to, to be with you. And that is Cody Brusso, uh, locally here at Five Flag Speedway in Pensacola, Florida. Uh, she's got a lot going on. She can't really announce right now, but we, uh, we're we going to keep up with that. And uh, hopefully in the next uh, little bit, you know, we'll find out what's going on with her. And yep. uh, guys, it's always been a pleasure. Uh, every Wednesday, you get down and lay down another episode and, and talk short track racing like we're all our fans of. Oh heck yeah! That's why Absolutely. we do this, man. We're all we're all short track guys and, and gals and everything else. We love doing this. It's what it's all about. Yeah, uh, Cody, thank you so much. Um, we will we will certainly follow up with you shortly. Um, thanks for again for taking time out and uh, uh, have a great night. And um, we'll talk at uh, all everybody uh, in a little bit. We'll talk to you later. Let's yeah. go, Brandon. Thank you. Thank you so much. You're, You're welcome. welcome. Thank you. All right. Take care. All right.